Awesome. Welcome, everybody. This is Dan Beldowitz and Debbie Forcier Lynn uh, bringing you Action Based Leaders podcast. Today, we are covering the power of leadership. And this is from the book, uh, If Your Team Sucks. In that opening quote, we are all leaders. What are you leading? Super interesting. Uh, but but what's the story with it? Does it sound like there's a story behind that saying? Uh, there's got to be a story <laughs> behind that. There is always a story. And first of all, it's if your team sucks, find out why. Don't you think people want to know why? They have <laughs> to find out why. But this saying is actually the opening because it's the first part of finding out why your team sucks. All right. We are all leaders. What are you leading? If you want the honest truth, I was literally, literally standing on a stage in front of 300 people plus. Uh, wow. it, yeah, it was Q&A. We all were talking. There was a lot of friction in the room because I do a lot with friction-based <laughs> audiences. Friction-based leaders, yeah. Yeah, um, but there was just a lot of frustration in the room around their teams not listening, not showing up, da -da -da, all that kind of stuff. And someone questioned me and they said, what do you mean we're all leaders? They're not leaders. And I literally turned around and I looked at them and I said, we're all leaders. The question is, what are we leading? And when that came out of my mouth, it was like the whole room just went whoosh. It was like yeah. dead silence because- Again, I, I it it flowed through me. It wasn't something that I planned. Well, I find it super interesting, especially on that front, right? It, it, making headlines lately is it, well. I'm down here in Florida. We're we're fairly new here, and I don't know if this is normal, but I've always heard about Florida man. But there have been several road rage uh, road rage incidents where people are actually getting shot in. And I can only imagine that it's it's one car cutting off another car, and then the car that got cut off is now fired up, and and both are pissed off. So and and now and now it's the who's <clears throat> leading in that situation. It doesn't really matter. It's it, that person wasn't didn't wake up that morning and say, "Hey, I'm going to yeah. go shoot somebody." All of a sudden, they're just led. And um, that's why it's what are you leading, right? It's what are you leading? It's funny you brought up road rage this morning. On my way to the gym, no lie. I am out at dark 30. It is dark. I got my music on. I got my headsets on. I got my, I do lemon water in the morning, warm lemon water, not coffee first thing. But um, so I'm just doing my thing. The next thing I know, these lights come barreling up behind me. And you're in Florida. I'm in North Carolina. Everybody has a big truck. Comes barreling up behind me. Lights coming in my car. And I could literally feel feel this like anger coming through my car. And this guy would not get off my tail. I was like, seriously, seriously, totally what? triggered, aggravated, ended up having to pull over. And when he pulled over, I literally went, oh, you are not leading me this morning. And I had to exhale and just get myself back grounded because I'm going, no, you know, I had right. a choice. I could have followed him in his car and taken Hammer that the energy. horn. Yeah. Start flashing your lights, doing the same thing right back at him. Right. Right. But that that is kind of a cool example of of then who leads and who follows. Right. It, because if if you had followed suit and started flashing your lights going after him once you got behind him, then you're following. Right. You're no longer leading. Yeah. And it's it's mindset. It's energy. Whose energy is leading? That's why it's what are you leading? Right. Are you leading no. frustration? Are you leading aggravation, anger? Are you leading blame? Are you leading excuses? 
right? And what's funny is we then give in to someone's excuses. So say you are actually a by title leader, let's say of a team. Um, so you're a manager, director, whatever it is, and you have a team and they come in, they're all complaining, bickering. And if you fall into that, who's leading? Yeah, they are, right? All yeah. of a sudden you can, and that, I, I think that's something that everybody can relate to. You walk into the office, all of a sudden somebody's having a bad day or they, they got an email that sets them off. And all of a sudden they go to somebody else and say, hey, can you believe this email I just got? And then it just triggers yeah. and it, it it creates the, you know, this this momentum throughout the day yeah. that it's can keep on think going. too. That's where group think comes from. That's where all of that stuff happens. If you do not set up the night before for your morning, you could literally go right into a day that has literally been driven because of poor choices the night before. There is leadership factors in all of that, every bit of that. You know, that's actually interesting. Um, in I, I was looking at it because uh, Mattress Advisor had actually done a study on how you go to bed is actually how you wake up, right? The emotional way that you go to bed is, is yeah. the same thing, right? So you carry that momentum. I thought it was funny that you you kind of brought it up that way. but yeah. and, and that goes right into the office and everything that we do there. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it. I believe you're setting yourself up for your next day, whatever that nightly routine is, whatever that is. Um, and again, exactly what you said, how you go to bed is how you wake up. It just doesn't disappear and you start all over. There's there's this energy, this momentum. And I want to lead mine. It's been led by too many other things, people, everything in the past. And I want to lead mine. And I have a technique, literally, in all honesty, if I feel like today, if I feel like that's happening, I just in through the nose, out through the mouth three times, put on my music and literally just visually see myself slowing the situation down um, because I don't want to be wrapped up and someone else take me away. <laughs> now, that's interesting, right? I mean, everybody says, hey, take a deep breath, but I mean... Literally, when you do and, and you actually breathe into your diaphragm, like it it completely changes your physiology, which, again, that's why it's cliche. And that's why so many people hate it. And I'm, I'm a practitioner of it. I love it. But it so many other people are just like, I, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. And here's your challenge then. Don't. I mean, if they don't want to hear it or listen, but here's the challenge. If it sounds too woo-woo or sound, people get hung up because it sounds too practical. When people hear something practical that they think they already know, they've already blocked themselves from growing. And so guess what? You're a blocked leader. Okay. Yeah. The reality is in everything, what can I learn? So the challenge is our body, because it's already scientifically proven, your body is going to finally take in a deep breath and it's going to exhale. If you will just start paying attention, your body is already doing it. I promise you, the more you become aware, it is already doing it. Have you ever gotten upset and there's a big sigh? <laughs> You're actually already doing it. Well, even so, so you crack open a beer, you crack open a soda, your first yeah. sip of something too, right? Is that? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's that sense of relief and or release. And so therefore, if you will just take that practice into purposeful practice, right? 
And that's why in through the nose, as far as you can get in, hold, and then just exhale through the mouth. Doing that three times will literally just shift every chemical in your brain, in your body, and bring it down and slow it down. And that's the goal. You're trying to slow it down because when you're at that high peak stress point, you are not thinking clearly. And you and Dan, you and I already have the assessment to prove that if they want to scientifically see it. (laughs) But on, you know, literally in our body, just try it. You'll feel the difference. Now, I like it because going into any situation, especially in a team situation where somebody might be fired up or, or, or something like that, doing that in front of them actually helps them mimic it. Yeah. Right. It's almost like a yawn where it's, it's almost catchy. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And here's the other thing. Just take a break from the meeting. Yeah. Five, give it five. Or if you're like us, I, we just own it. I need five minutes because you guys need me at my best. And I already know I'm not at my best. That's when it's powerful leadership, right? Well, and that's the acceptance part, right? You go from awareness, acceptance to conscious choice, being able to kind of uh, move through those motions purposefully so that you can show up your best. In exactly you know, going through further into that chapter, it's it it really is kind of resonates with what we're just talking about. Like if you're not, you know, if you don't like what you're seeing from your team, then there's only one place to look. Mm-hmm. Where does that come in? Like, I mean, obviously, we're just talking about it in in how you show up. Yeah. But why is it that the way I show up is almost the mirror uh, that, you know, my team reflects back to me? Because I mean, I see it as a parent all the time with my kids. Yeah. And it's true. Who you are is how you show up. Okay. So by sheer title, if you are a director of a team, your team is automatically going to follow your lead just by human nature and by job role. All right. So if you're not seeing it, they're not doing it. Right. And so if they're not doing it, you're not seeing it. Guess who really isn't doing it? Right. I mean, and how does that look? Here's exactly how it looks as a leader. This is, I see this all the time. We're in a meeting. Our init- Let's go to initiatives, right? Beginning of the year, initiatives. These are the goals we're going to hit. Everybody go get them. Got them. High five, high five, high five. We head out. We go for that. Six months later, we're off track. Guys, didn't I tell you this was your goals? What, what's going on? Didn't we need to hit them? Where are we at? Oh, we had this. Oh, we had this. We recalibrate. Six months in, high five, walk out of that meeting, end of the year. Ah, we're right under. Right. That happens. You might have great intentions as a leader. This is when we hear those statements of, well, I'm not their babysitter. They should know what they need to go do. But the reality is we're not talking yet here about the idea of what true accountability is. As a leader, if you are accountable to them for their success and you're not seeing that accountability, all that's telling you is what do you need to do differently to see accountability? That's your opportunity. You can sit there and blame, but they're not going to take the lead and step up if you're not leading the way. Well, and I think that's what happens so many times is that that blame game, right? The Somebody pointing the finger and saying, hey, you didn't do this or you aren't accountable. 
in I had a I had a a CEO that used to say, "Hey, when when you're pointing a finger," and he actually made us do it. He was like, "Hey, when you're pointing a finger, how many how many are pointing back at you?" Yep. There's, yep. You know, there's there's three pointing back at you. So it is really taking ownership and accountability for for the way that you lead. Absolutely. And that's one of those things, right? That same saying that you just said, I got that from a teacher in what school, way back in school, they did that to us. And that's one of those practical learning points that we go, oh yeah, whatever. But it's, there's so much truth in that. It is such a grounding truth. Yeah. If only we would actually listen to the cliches that are out there and, and yeah. hold the truth of what it is. They came because of some reason, right? Yeah. And that's a huge block. Again, I've said it earlier and I'll say it one more time. What blocks us the most as leaders in this life of learning and growing and getting to where we want to be is when we hear things that sound too practical or sound too cliche, we just automatically write it off with, oh, I already know that. What else can you tell me? And that's when our ego is taken, that the block's already there. The question, awesome. yeah. So the question to be asking yourself is, why am I hearing this again? Why are you here again? And what do I have to learn from this? Right. Great questions. Great response. Great way to dive into it. Um, we're going to wrap things up here as we come to the end of episode. this episode. Uh, tune in next time for Chapter 2, Identifying Dysfunctional Teams. Uh, I want everybody to have an awesome day. Debbie, take care. All right. See you. See ya. <laughs> see ya. I see, ya, see ya, everybody. Awesome one.